Hello, this is Abigail Autobill, the author and writer of Fresh Oil Devotional. I welcome you today to this audio that I'm doing on the subject while you wait. While you wait. Um, I've already done one audio on it, and so um, before you listen to this, you can always listen to that one. Um, it is a continuation, but I will give just a short summary of what I did previously, and then I'll bring you this part of the message. I believe that God has been so good to us, and we will always, always have a cause to say thank you to God and be grateful. Let us learn to be grateful in every situation that we are in, because you would never know what would have happened had there not been God on our side. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for an opportunity to come before your throne of grace to share your word. And this is for Rima word as we study your word. We pray that you give us the understanding that we need. We pray that your Holy Spirit will be a guide. Your Holy Spirit will order us into your scriptures and into and giving us the understanding that we need so that we'll be able to live our purpose lives for your glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Um, yes, so this is um, a topic title that's part of the series that I share on my women platform, but I believe that whoever you are and when you listen to this word, you will be blessed. And I hope also that you have been listening to my podcast, which is on Anchor FM, Anchor FM. And then when you type Abigail Autobell, you will be able to assess all the messages that I've preached or I've shared on relationship on the word of God. And by his grace. Amen. As I say all the time, it's all for Jesus. Glory be to God. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. So the topic is while you wait, what it means is that what do you do when you are expecting something from God? How do you react? What should be your attitude? What are some of the things that you can do while you wait for God to respond to your requests um, in life. As I'm sharing with you today, I have a list of things that I will be thankful and grateful to God to give me. But then as children of God, we all know that God is God. He's supreme. He's powerful. He's the almighty and he does what he likes. And as human as we are, um, all we need to do is to trust that God is always going to come through for us and God is going to give us what is best for us. However, his word entreats each and every one of us that we shall ask. Okay. <laughs> and so, um, you can't assume that God knows what you want. Of course he knows what we want, but his word tells us that ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find in Matthew. So, um, you can't assume that God knows what you want and so you keep quiet. As a father, and of course, as a mother, uh, figure at the same time, God expects us as his children to ask what we desire and trust him to fulfill it according to his plan. Amen. And that is why I've chosen this um, Bible study topic. Um, while you wait, while you wait, um, what do you do as a believer? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is why I love this song so much, which goes, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. 
they shall mount up with wings as the eagle. Yeah. They shall run and nothing. They shall walk but nothing. Teach us, Lord. Teach us, Lord, how to wait. Oh, teach us, Lord. Teach us, Lord, how to wait. Oh, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall walk up with wings like the eagle. Yeah. They shall run and not be worried. They shall walk but not faint. Teach us, Lord, teach us, Lord, how to wait. And they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall soar up with wings like the eagle. Oh, yeah. They shall run and not be worried. They shall walk but not faint. Teach us, Lord. Teach us, Lord, how to wait. Teach us, Lord. Teach us, Lord, how to wait. Hallelujah. Amen. They that wait upon the Lord, they shall soar upward wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk but they shall not faint. It means there is a blessing that comes to you when you wait. God gives you exceptional strength that your human capacity cannot. And so um, I believe that um, this is a powerful time. We're going to have a powerful time stating why as believers we must wait upon the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And I share the very first part, which... I um, brought you the word of God from 1 Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 1. And I said you could read from verse um, 1 uh, up to the last verse. Um, but for the purpose, I think I, I brought from verse 1 to 3, verse 1, verse, um, sorry, chapter 1, verse 3 to 7. And I explained by bringing you Elkanah, the story of Elkanah, that's the story of Hannah. Because when I say Hannah, most of you would know Hannah. The husband of Hannah was Elkanah, who had um, a wife called Penina in addition to Hannah. And the Bible says that Elkanah loved Hannah, even though the Bible says that God shut the womb of Hannah. And um, the lesson that we are learning, we are going to take it from the, from the person of Hannah. And I believe that by the grace of God, I gave you three things that you could do whilst you are waiting on God. And we learned that from the story of Hannah in the Bible. Amen. A gentle reminder that this is part of my Rema teaching, Bible study teachings that I offer in the name of Jesus and by the grace of God, all to promote Jesus. <laughs> it's all for Jesus. That's one of my slogan. It's all for Jesus. You know, we are humble because of Jesus. We are grace because of Jesus. We've have sal- we have salvation because of Jesus. And also, m- most importantly, I share God's word 
all because of Jesus, because I believe that freely has he given me this great opportunity and privilege to share his word to everybody who listens to this audio, to the world. I mean, what a great honor. And I'm, priv- I'm so happy and humbled by this opportunity. And I don't take it for granted. No matter how busy I am, no matter how tight I am as a mother, as a business and financial strategist, um, as a relationship and a parenting coach, as an author and a speaker, on financial empowerment or financial management or um, parenting or women empowerment, I try my possible best to share God's word because that is my heavenly ambition. I have earthly ambitions to do well in life by his grace, to raise my kids by his grace, to have a successful marriage, to have a successful life by his grace. But I also have an ambition to share his word. What a great ambition to have. I cannot just have earthly ambition because the book of Ecclesiastes says it succinctly that all is vanity, okay? And so the, the things that we are running for, we are chasing after and all of the one day you wouldn't need it. But he makes us to understand by the grace of God that all these earthly treasures will come to an end one day. But what stands forever is the word of God. And so for me to share the word of God is the greatest privilege that I believe anybody can have. And so for God to give me this opportunity, I don't take it lightly at all. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I hope you are being blessed. I am being blessed. And so I brought, to, I, I shared that one of the things that you can do as a believer, as a Christian, whilst you pray to God and you're expecting God to do something for you, um, one of the things you need to do is that number one, you need to keep serving him. Hallelujah. You shouldn't think that because you have an issue or you have a problem, you wouldn't serve God. And we could see in, um, First Samuel chapter one, verse three to seven, that uh, even though Hannah was barren, as the Bible explained, yet he, she did not stop going to, you know, um, to Shiloh to, to pray, to serve God or to, to give sacrifice to God. And the Bible says that they did this from time to time. And so let's say if it was weekly or monthly or yearly, Hannah kept going, irrespective of the fact that she had an issue. So the question is, you don't have an excuse not to go to church. You don't have an excuse not to pray. You don't have an excuse not to do something for God because you are experiencing a challenge in your life. Believe it or not, all life challenges are part of life. You cannot take it away from it. You know, nobody wants to experience hardship or challenges of any kind, but it's life. And as long as we are on this earth, you know, Tough times and battles will come our way. But as we are the children of God, we know that because Christ, because Jesus is with us, we shall surely overcome. Hallelujah. (laughs) Amen and amen. I hope you are being blessed. Amen. Amen. And then I gave you the second point that while you you are waiting for God, while you pray to God, and then as you are serving God, also number two, do not forget the blessings of God. So um, the point is that notice God's blessing around you or notice God's blessings or recognize, that's the word I'm looking for. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Recognize the blessings of God in your life. And it's, it's, this is, I was so passionate in explaining this because sometimes as believers, when we are going through issues or problem, we tend to recognize, we tend to, uh, not to forget God have mercy on us. The so many things God has done for us. In fact, the very first one is the gift of life. Cause if you are not alive, <laughs> what can you do? But as long as God has given you life, I'm encouraging you through this Bible study that, um, 
trust God to make the other things that you are expecting from him come to pass in your life. Yes, you may be married for years. You don't have a child. Yes, you have lost a job. Yes, you are struggling financially. It could be so many things. Maybe your health, you know, is not going according to plan. And maybe other things that you plan, your business is not working out. I came to share you the good news. God is aware of what you're going through. And as you have prayed to him, he's got a plan. And his plan is going to come to pass in your life. But hey, this is what you got to do. You got to keep serving him and recognize the things that he's doing for you. And we learned from 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 5 and then the verse 8 that Elkanah asked Hannah, Am I not better than a, you know, a thousand or a number of sons to you? At least you don't have a child. I accept that, that you don't have a child. But I have you. You have me. And I love you so much as a wife. I don't treat you differently because you don't have a child. Even though your rival, Penina, had, has a child. But I don't, I don't mistreat you or anything. I love you and I care for you. And so be thankful to God that at least you have a husband. At least you're married. At least you're alive. At least you have a house to live in. At least you have a husband who knows Christ, who knows God and goes to worship with you. And so I just want to encourage you, though maybe, I mean, it's life, you know, nobody has it all. In fact, you can even ask the richest man in the world and the richest man in the world would tell you that, yes, I, I have the richest, but I, there's something that I lack in my life because we are not home yet. We know heaven is the perfect home for all of us. And until we get there, we'll not have everything perfect on this earth. But as long as we have Jesus, we believe that we'll live a perfect life because Jesus is the epitome of of perfection in the life of a believer. I think this is a good quote. Jesus is the epitome of um, perfection in the life of a Christian. I need to put this down as a quote. <laughs> I think that's a great quote to have Jesus. It means Jesus is our perfection. And so the fact that you may be sick, the fact that you lack anything in your life, replace that thing with Jesus, knowing that in Jesus you have a perfect life. And Jesus is going to make it happen in your life. In his name, I pray. Amen. And I think that the, the third point I gave was that while you wait for your blessing, while you wait for your promise, while you wait for, you know, what you're expecting God to do for your life or to do in your life, um, use your spiritual weapons. And what are the spiritual weapons? Uh, you know, pray to God, go to church, <laughs> read the word of God. Study the word of God. Involve yourself in the things of God. Have a heart for God. Use your spiritual weapon. What is one of the spiritual weapons of a believer? The word of God. The Bible says it's a sword. What does that sword do? As, what, what, what is the function of a sword? Or what are, the, what are the, some of the things that a sword does? A sword is sharp. That's why the Bible says the word of God is sharp and it can pierce through. Hallelujah. Okay. So as a believer, use your spiritual weapons. Use your weapon of faith. Use your weapon of the word of God. Sometimes you may be so down and thinking, oh my God, what is happening to me? I don't, I, I'm, you know, I'm doing this and I'm still struggling and things are not working. That is when you need to use your weapon of faith. <laughs> Hallelujah. You may be down thinking, what am I going to do? You're so confused. This is when you need to use your weapon of prayer. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes as a believer, you are so agitated. You don't know what to do. You want to worry. That is when you need to use your weapon of love, your weapon of patience. Okay. The fruit of the spirit. 
Hallelujah. You know, as believers, we cannot live our lives like unbelievers. We are different, whether you like it or not. We are different because of the blood of Jesus. Because Jesus has bought us with the precious blood. And because through faith, we have accepted, you know, Jesus as our Lord and personal Savior, we, we, we have divine connection. We have divine inheritance. And to assess this, we need to use our spiritual weapons. Okay? Hallelujah. So these are the three things that I believe that I've shared it in different light. Okay? So don't think that because I've shared, you're not going to listen to the previous message. <laughs> Every message that I bring to you by the grace of God has the anointing that is backing it. I believe so strongly by the grace of God. I believe that as I'm sharing this, you know, message from my room in Accra, Ghana, Africa, I believe that wherever you are in the world as you're listening, Jesus is with me in this room. The Holy Spirit is with me, giving me the utterance by the grace, in all humility, to share with you. And so every message is powerful and every message has a word for you. Okay? So do well to listen to it. And also, so as a continuation, I just want to share this with you briefly and I'll be ending very soon. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, while you wait, while you wait, make a promise to God. And first Samuel chapter 1 um, verse 1 to 11. I want to read this. And it says, Hallelujah. And it says, First Samuel chapter 1, um, verse 1 to verse, verse 11. First Samuel chapter 1, verse 11. And she vowed, that is Hannah, a vow, and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thy handmaid, and remember me, and not forget thine handmaid, but would give unto thine handmaid a man-child. Then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life, and there, sh there shall no razor come upon his head. And so Hannah said, and she vowed, the Bible said, and she vowed. It means she made a promise, a vow, and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou would indeed look on the affliction of thine handmaid, and remember me, and not forget thine handmaid, but will give unto thine handmaid a man child. Then I will give uh, I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life. Amen. And so Hannah felt I've been going to serve God. I've been waiting patiently, be using my spiritual weapons, and I have been. What's this? What what was the second one? I've 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 learned to recognize God's blessing. Um, but I want to go the extra mile. I want to do something to push God in a way, <laughs> you know, to look my way. I know that's a song which, which goes like, if you're looking for somebody to love you, look my way, look my way. If you're looking for somebody to love you. Look my way, look my way, won't you look my way, look my way. Don't have many things to offer, just a passion for you. Every day I get a little bit closer, closer to you. Lord, you have my heart 
and you have my soul. One more thing that I want you to know. If you're looking for somebody who loves you, oh, look my way. Abigail, I'm here. Look my way. If you're looking for somebody to serve you, oh, look my way. Oh, look my way. If you're looking for somebody to please you, Look my way, look my way, won't you look my way, look my way. Amen. I think the other (laughs) um, ones that continue, but I think I remembered it. a long time I, I listened to that song, but I think I did a good job. So if you are listening, you better clap for me. I'm clapping for myself. (laughs) It's all for Jesus, as I say. Amen. Hallelujah. So Hannah said to God, look, I want you to look my way. Hallelujah. So Hannah knew how to get God's attention. And in order to get God's attention, she went further to give God a promise. Beloved, if you, I'm, I'm, I'm just encouraging someone. The last time I was speaking to a friend, a colleague, and she said, look, I've been believing God for this and it's not happening. I've done this. I said, do it. Keep doing it. Do something that will sugar. Do something that will cause God to get up from his throne. So who is that my daughter? Who is that my son? Who is that? Go, go and give her the answer that she wants. Go and give him the answer that he wants. When Hannah came and made a vow, God said, Mm-mm, I shut her womb. But I will do this for her because she's gone the extra mile. I'm encouraging you, my sister. I'm encouraging you, my mother, my father, my brother, whoever you're listening to this audio, that if you're expecting something from God, I'm encouraging you. I'm pushing you to go the extra mile as Hannah did. Hannah, Hannah, what did Hannah do? Hannah vowed a vow. That's what the Bible says in First Samuel chapter 1 verse 11. Hannah made a vow. Go the extra mile. Let God see a heart. You know, the Bible says that God sees the heart. So don't pray something, don't do something, and then your heart is far away from God. Do it with all diligence and genuinely let God know that you have a heart that seek after him. And when Hannah did that, we all know what happened. So I'm encouraging you, go the extra mile while you wait to see the blessings and the promises of God to come to pass in your life. Make a promise, make a covenant, do something out of the ordinary, that will cause God to move for you. Hallelujah. Because imagine the whole world, the Bible says, he's got the whole world in his hands. 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 He's got you and me in his hands. He's got you and me in his hands. He's got you and me in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. And so imagine the whole world, even the number of people in your family. Can you, can you even remember your number? You can, your colleagues and everybody in the world, let's say in Accra, Ghana, Africa, where I am, then the whole, you know, the whole city. And then you count the number of cities in your country. You count the number of, of, of people on the continent and, you know, in different, different continents and the whole world, everybody is seeking after God. And so what can you do to make God go the extra, you know, get to push him to, you know, to seek his attention. You need to do something. 
go the extra mile. <laughs> Even in life, when you go the extra mile, you can easily get what you want. Okay. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm so being blessed. Hallelujah. So my second point or the fifth point is that while you wait, believe God to fulfill his promise. While you wait on God, believe God to fulfill his promise. Beloved, as a Christian, as a believer, you cannot have double mind. You know, the Bible says it's not pleasing to him anyway. And so as you go to God, don't, don't just go. It's like, it's a, it's a, um, how, how do I want this word? Holy Spirit. Don't do it as it's a ritual. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I got to pray in the afternoon. Maybe I got to pray. And then in the evening, I got to pray before I go to bed. And then as usual, I just ask God, God, I need this. God, I need that. Can you do this for me? I thank you. Amen. And that's what it is. It's like it has become a ritual. You don't even believe it anymore. You're not even backing your prayer with faith. And I would say that, excuse me to say, that's a waste of your time. Okay. And so when you go to God, while you wait for an answered prayer, believe it a hundred and thousand percent that God is going to bring it to pass. Because, you know, the, the, the story or the, the great news for all believers is that we believe that our situation is a win-win situation. It is never a loss for us. It is never, ever a loss. And I repeat it. It is never a loss for us. We know that God is going to come through for us. We know that we are going to win the battles of life because Jesus Christ has already won on the cross. Okay. It is done. That is why when he, when he died, he said, it is finished. That those words means it is done. I have accomplished it. All is set and done. You know, when you say it is done, it means it is done. Okay, so the, the, the story of a believer is not that one that ends in sorrow or ends in once you keep your faith in God and you believe in God, your story is from victory unto victory unto victory. Hallelujah. Because Christ has already won the battle for us in Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And so while you wait, believe that God is going to make it happen. And God is going to bring it to pass. Amen. My final point, which is the sixth point, is that as you wait on God, remember to go beyond your emotions. Remember to go beyond your emotions. What do I mean by that? First Samuel chapter 1 verse 7 and 8. And um, the Bible talks about the fact that Hannah wept and Hannah cried because of her issue. And the husband asked um, hey, Hannah, why we passed out? So we could see that this was a woman who showed emotions. And I want to encourage my fellow women, whether whoever is listening to this audio, that we are human beings. Okay. So sometimes we cry. Sometimes, you know, you can worry a little bit. Sometimes you can, um, you know, show your emotions because of what you're going through, but don't let your emotions overtake you. Let me take this again. We are all human beings. And so we can, you know, portray or show our emotions, but don't let your emotions overtake your life and, you know, for you to behave in a certain way and always be emotional. The Bible said that Hannah prayed to God and made a vow, which means that even though Hannah expressed his emo her emotions, she went beyond that and expressed her spiritual being as well, her faith. And she, she used her spiritual weapon that was prayer. And faith in God. And that is why she even went the extra mile 
to have, you know, to make a vow that God, if you did this for me, this is what I was going to do. And so, um, it is, it is okay for us to be emotional, but we should ensure, especially my women, <laughs> it's very important. You know, you may have an issue, you know, with your husband or an issue with a friend or something like that with a family. And every time, you know, you want to be emotional, you know, it is, it is not the fruit of the spirit that every time you'll be crying, that every time you'll be angry, that every time you'll be so agitated that even when the moment someone comes to you because of your emotions we should all keep quiet we cannot even laugh and we will put on that you know um so uh, you know that pitiful face you know as if god hasn't done anything for us that is not a good spirit to have okay so if you're a person you are listening to this audio and every time you are moody it is not a good spirit that's the spirit of the devil the spirit always wants you know the spirit of the devil always want to uh, make you sad but I'm here to share with you that even though we are, you can exhibit certain emotion, even though you can be emotional, you have to go beyond your emotions and exercise faith and exercise your spiritual weapon and trust God to make things happen. Be happy, you know, be joyful and be glad because God has been good to all of us and God will keep, you know, being good to us, even though it may be experienced challenges, but we know that by faith, God is going to come through for all of us. And so I believe that we have learned a lot uh, on this topic. I brought you the first audio and I've, I've added another one and I've expanded it. And I believe that today we have learned a lot that whilst you wait, number one, save God. While you wait, remember um, to recognize the goodness of God. While you wait for an answered prayer, remember to use your spiritual weapon. And while you wait, remember always to make a promise if you can go the extra mile. Whilst you wait, number five, believe that God is going to come through for you. And whilst you wait, finally, finally, remember to go beyond your emotions. And I believe that God is going to bless his word and we are going to live by it, by his grace in Jesus name. Amen. I believe we have learned about the character of Hannah and I pray that God will help us to be able to live our lives to please him today and always. Amen. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for a wonderful time to study the character of Hannah. Father, I pray that you will help us and always remind us of your word. Most of the time we hear but sometimes when the reality comes that we should exercise or do your word, then we tend to forget. But we pray that, you know, we will not have a stony heart, but we'll have a heart that when it hears the word of God, we receive and it will germinate and it will grow so that we'll be able to use it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus to live our purpose life. Thank you so much for um, your word in Jesus name. Amen. Beloved, this has been. Abigail Otterbill, um, the author and writer of Fresh Oil Devotional. I'm always glad to come your way with the word of God. And I believe that we have been blessed. And so go to my podcast and listen to other messages. And I believe that God is going to speak to you in Jesus name. Amen. As I sign off, as I always say, let's keep praying, keep pushing. And in order to live our God giving dreams, God bless us all. Shalom. And I love you. Cheers and bye bye.